following is a presentation of the Center for Dermatology, Cosmetic and Laser Surgery in Mount Kisco. Let Dr. David Bank recapture your youthful look. Visit thecenterforderm.com. You'll be happy you did. Welcome to Shine On, the health and happiness show with Casey, an Ella's Leash production. This is a weekly presentation with guests, ideas, information, and fun designed to improve your life from 100.7 WHUD. Hi, it's Casey. Today we shine on with medium Reverend Gail Hicks. You can meet her at the Women's Club of Dobbs Ferry Friday, August 5th in an intimate program called Death is a Myth. You could even get a personal or flame message from a loved one. Get details at caseyradio.com and I'll have a phone number for you for tickets coming up. The evening with Gail Hicks and Dobbs Ferry is a benefit for the Giordano Foundation, serving women's veterans. And I'll see you there Friday, August 5th. But let's start here. Gail Hicks, death is a myth? You do not die. The physical body dies. That's what the myth is. Everything is, once you're dead, you're dead. You're not. Your spirit body lives on. Your persona, the person you are, the, all the energy and your personality goes with your spirit body into a higher realm. All right, what's what's our spirit body doing in this higher realm? Well, as the Hermetic Law says, as above, so below, whatever you enjoy doing here on the earth plane, you can do there. So if you play golf, you could be playing golf there. So when some people want to specifically talk to their mother or their father or their uncle and they want to know, well, how come they didn't come in or how come they didn't come for my message? It's because, well, they have free will too. They don't have to be there for you. They can come when they're invited. And maybe they were busy. Maybe they were playing golf somewhere or fishing. But usually your loved one is excited to be there for you. And if they can make it, they make it. If not, they send somebody else in place of them. So sometimes when people want to connect with a loved one and, you know, in the spirit world, they just think, oh, you can just call them up like you're the operator. And you have to invite them and really be open. And they have to know that they can come and talk to you. Everybody goes to the spirit world in a different realm. You you ascend to the realm in which you're placed. However you work here on the earth plane, however you elevate yourself here by community service, helping other people, being a good mom, grandmother, or helping others is determines the, the level that you go into the spirit world. Okay, so you, you know? ascend to the realm in which... You are placed, and you're you're placed in a realm based on your your goodness you, and kindness in this life. Yes. So if you were a law-abiding citizen and you did this and and you helped other people and you did community work and you know you were a doctor or a minister or you worked with Dunkin' Donuts and you but you were a very helpful person, you'd go to the right place. If you did a bunch of terrible things, you would not go to the same level that other people go to. Okay. It's, it's like the hierarchy part. We're talking to Reverend. Reverend Gail Hicks, and she's coming to Westchester, and I want to meet you there at this very special night called Death is a Myth in Dobbs Ferry. Details on the way. So I want to connect with someone, and they're on the other side golfing. Why are they golfing? Why aren't they missing me terribly? (laughs) Well, you know, maybe you want to connect with them while they're golfing, and they didn't know that you wanted to connect. But the other thing is they can show up with their dressed in a golf outfit at the last minute. Oh, okay. They can show up last minute like, okay, I hear you calling me, but I was, you know, just finishing up the back nine. But do they have emotions like we do? Do they have sadness that they're there? Oh, yes. Spirit, yes. You can. You still, you have all your emotions because the spirit body is your emotional body that you ascend into. Okay. The spirit body is the emotional body you ascend into. So say, yep. say a mother just passed and her daughters are, are home missing her. Is the mother missing them as much? 
Yes, because she's still in a transitional phase. Usually you have to, it depends how they passed and their, and their death, it depends how they passed. If they had a tragic death, then you got to give them some time because they need time in their transition. They go to like, you know, like a trauma center over there in the spirit world until they realize that, oh my gosh, I am gone. And then they too still miss, they miss being on the earth plane, but they're free of what, however their body was. If they were ill for years, they're free of all the pain and suffering. And then they might not know that they can contact you through dreams. They might not know that if you're constantly thinking of them, they go, well, how do I get a message? I hear them calling me, but how do I get a message? But if they think or show you an image, if your loved one would show you an image of making cookies or sliding down the slide and you have a reminiscent of that and you start crying, it's like people don't know here like it was you or me. It's like, wow, I wonder why I keep thinking about this. Well, it's because they're sending it to you. Okay. You've got, I try to help people that, yes, you can go to other people and mediums and get messages, but if you would just quiet your own mind and listen to your dreams and call out to them, you got to remember they can drop thoughts into your mind because spirit communicates mind to mind. And you have to relax. I can't tell you how many people I work on, I do Reiki, and after a mm-hmm. session, they'll tell me about a dream or a visitation or a feeling they had, But you're, because they've, been, they've experienced a relaxed state. Yes, because you help them to be in a relaxed state to let go right if and to get out of the way a spirit if a spirit's coming in for a landing they've got to have a place to land <laughs> that's correct right if your mind is yes. monkey mind and you're tense or whatever you know I worked on a woman the other day whose mother has been passed two years and she yes. f- she feels her mom's still hanging around is that possible it can be possible um, if the if the mother can be hanging around but then that would mean she was earthbound. Usually, you don't want your loved one to be hanging around and be earthbound. Yeah, that, you know, that, that was exactly the case. She felt that she was earthbound. How does that happen? Well, sometimes they, they're still caught in losing the physical body. So they can kind of choose to hang around for a while, but then it makes it harder for them to go back. So then you have to light some candles, say some prayers, and keep sending them to the white light so they can make finish their journey and, and be up there and be in a, a higher realm. And, you know, when people are constantly saying things like, oh, yeah, my dad's with me all the time. Well, you know, that's not a positive thing for you to do to your father because, yeah, he loves you and everything, but, you know, he has passed on. And, you know, he deserves his freedom to journey in the spirit world and do the other things that he's asked to being, you know, asked to do in the spirit world. They don't just go over there and hang around and play golf all the time or go fishing. They study. They go to school. They learn other things. They watch over other loved ones. They're there at the door, at the veil of the door when someone's passing. Right. You know, they appear in their dreams. They show up at night when someone's, you know, slipping in and out and passing into the world of spirit at night and then they're back in the morning and they haven't let go of the physical body, the the whole family gathers around. That's why if you ever watch someone making their passing at nighttime, if you watch them sleep, depending how gifted you are, you can watch loved ones walk into the room, you know, come through the doorway, come out of the hallway, and you can watch the loved one reaching out into the spirit world, which is what I did when my father passed. I saw uh, my aunt, my grandparents, his parents, cousins. I could see them, and he was calling out loud their name and reaching out with his hands physically, but he was 
he was halfway out and halfway back. And it, but in the morning, he asked me all these questions. Well, why was I with them? Yeah. And I told them because they're getting ready for you. And I've heard tell that in this situation, when someone is passing from our world into a higher realm, there's really um, set things you can look for. Sometimes they talk about packing and or going on a journey or what, waiting for a car or a bicycle or something. It's like they have the sensation that they're moving forward. And often they ask for, they start mentioning names or calling you by another name, right? They, they start telling you where they're going or how, and they tell you how nice it is over there. Or they're, I'm going to a family reunion. That's my favorite one. Yeah. I've been invited to a family reunion. I said, well, great. What kind of, where are they serving barbecue? You know, I'm from the South. So it's like, yeah, we're serving barbecue, cream corn, you know, a whole thing. But they'll tell you they're going somewhere. Right. And then I kept telling my dad, I said, well, Fappy comes and says, let's go fishing. I just want you to stay fishing with them. That's what I said. Yeah. Now, so. they're two on the other side. Are they working? towards more spiritual growth? Yes, they are. They're, they're working on things that they didn't get to finish here. Okay. So there's still a continuum. They're not like working a real job, like selling insurance or whatever, but they're working on like goals and aspirations or things that they didn't get to finish or create here. They're working on the ideas and they're elevating. They always get to go to school and study, whether they like the arts or keeping up with things they, or a new found. They're, they're learning and while they're learning, sometimes they come back and through our dreams or meditation, They'll send us the information, which helps give us inspiration and ideas. And actually, sometimes I've known family members to get a message from a loved one and actually act on it and still create it in in the name of their dad or their mother. Right. We're talking to Reverend Gail Hicks. She's coming to Dobbs Ferry August 5th, and I really want to see everyone that night who needs to get in touch with someone they love on the other side. L- <coughs> let me ask you this. Just let's have yeah. a little girl talk, if you don't mind. Can, That's fine. What's some of the coolest stuff you've experienced doing this work? Some of the coolest messages, or we can't all see spirit like you can, but what are some of the coolest things you've heard being in these unique situations? Well, some of the most profound things I've ever received in the phases of my mediumship were whether it's I'm hearing it, seeing it, or sensing it, feeling it with loved ones is um, a client came to me and um, his father came and I started reciting a poem that the father wrote and carved underneath a table when he was nine years old. And I recited the entire poem because the father was reading it to me in my ear to the son. And the father told me exactly where the table was, who had it, and for the son to go get it. And he did. And it was exactly where it was. And this was 25 years after the father had passed. He obviously knew his family was going to need concrete evidence. Oh, oh yeah, that was pretty profound for me. Well, I will be demonstrating some flame cards during the event. And uh, a flame card is a message that you physically take home. And I hold it over a tapered candle, a card, and smoke images appear and they keep changing. And sometimes you can take it home and your loved one will write on it independently after you've received it. I did a flame message for a woman in an event one time. I kept getting her daughter, Elizabeth. And I said, you know, your daughter's here. Your daughter's here. 
and she just loves you so, Mom, and she thinks she wants you to take her home with you. And I turned the card over, and there was a portrait in the smoke of this woman, and I turned it around, and the lady started crying. She pulled out her wallet, and it was the exact photo that was in her wallet that was burned onto the card. Now, how did you find out that Spirit wanted to give you smoke signals or what <laughs> flame cards? How did, flame how did, cards? Yeah. Well, I studied at Camp Chesterfield in the Indiana Association of Spiritualists for 10 years and was ordained in 1997. And some of the different phases of mediumship, there is several ministers there that had been passed down and passed down to do smoke messages or flame cards, just like you can do flower messages, just like you can do billet messages. I've like never heard of flower messages or what was the other? Billet messages is where you're given a sheet of paper, little piece of paper. It says, write the name of loved ones that have passed a spirit on it, put a question in the center and put your name and sign your name and pass it back up front. And a billet is psychometry. It's just like holding someone's jewelry or their shirt and then giving them a message. Psychometry is soul measuring. So a billet is where you'd stand up in front of a group of people and you'd start, you'd hold the billet. You would never open it and read it. You just hold it and your guide, your spirit guide or the loved one would come up depending who you communicated with. You would call out the names of some of the loved ones and say, oh, does it case, is there a case? Yeah, there, do you know this? Do you know a Bill? And do you know, or a William? No, he says his name's Willie. And then you go, oh, yes, that's for me. And then, you know, well, he's telling me about this, is and this, and you ask a question, or I'm not sure if this is your question, but he's saying you need it, this, is this, 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 and God bless you, and then you go to the next billet. Wow. And you touch it, and every time you touch it, you're connecting with their loved ones. And it's a way of that person in the audience to invite their loved one, and specifically, like, who they would like to talk to, or okay. their guide, their spirit guide. And how does the flower message work? Flower messages are awesome. You, as a medium, go to pick out flowers, whether you go to the grocery store, but you pick out a different array of flowers, or if you really want to go, you go to the florist and really pick out some really unusual flowers. And you have a beautiful arrangement up there. You're giving out clairvoyant messages. And so you just start looking at the audience, and then you hear names being called. You call these names out. You connect with the person. You go, well, wait a minute. Your mother wants you to have this uh, mom. And she's telling me that she used to plant these, and she had this array of them. And the reason she wants you to have it is because the spider mom represents. And usually a person who does flower messages has a very keen knowledge of each flower represents. Oh, I see. These little flowers will normally last two weeks to a month without fading because it's the love, love and the ener- yeah. it's the love and the energy of the family members giving it to their loved one in the physical world and we can still send love to the people we love beyond you know we can still send uh, always love. yeah always yes because okay. they're sending it to you spirit communicates mind to mind so if you're sending a thought out, they get it. They're just having a hard time sending it back to you. So you might get it in a dream. You might wake up and go, well, I had coffee with my mom, but we weren't where I thought we were. Yeah. Or people just have to be open. I've laid a guided meditation to your loved ones. And you can go and dance with your dad. You can go have breakfast with your mom or see your sister. And you can come back. And I, I kind of tell you how you can leave that door a little open and how you can relax your mind to go back and visit them. Right. You know, and, and, and you just have to invite them. A lot of people don't know you need to invite them, not demand for them to be there. Say, you know, Mom, I'd really love to see you. Can you give me a message in the next week? Give them time because there is no time over there. We're talking to Reverend Gail Hicks, who will be in Dobbs Ferry at the Dobbs Ferry Women's Club on August 5th. And I will see you there for sure. I invite everyone to join us. Yes. Two more questions. 
Do people on the other side see God? Hmm. It depends uh, what you want to define God is. I would say yes, they see a form of a higher power and what they believe God is. I always tell people, even though I was raised Episcopalian turned spiritualist, God is good orderly direction, and it's a higher power, or the infinite intelligence is what we believe is spiritualist. So yes, I would say yes, they do. They see some likeness of God. Good orderly direction. I like that. God is good orderly direction. That makes sense to me. And the other question is, do you find it difficult to live life here on earth when you know there's so much on the other side? And I'm going to change that. Do you find it difficult sometimes or a struggle to live life on this plane where there's so much nonsense when you know that there's less on the other side? I understand the question. I feel it is difficult for some people to stay here when they've had a lot of loss, and especially if they've lost a lot of loved ones. But I'm not saying it's any easier over there. There's not chaos over there like we have. There's a lot to do. I mean, it would be over mind-blowing or overwhelming. You would be in the area you need to be until you keep going into a higher level to learn more and more stuff. I feel that some people, when they're here, they can't focus. And I I find that a lot of people have a hard time focusing and goal-setting and just spiritually attuning themselves to make the best of things here. I think that it's real important for you to do everything you can here while you are physical. Because, for example, for people who never said they were sorry or reconciled with someone, and then that person dies, it is so hard for there to be a reconciliation for the person who has died to come back to contact them to say, hey, I'm sorry, because the other person might not ever want to speak to them again, and this has happened in group events. And I'll say, well, so-and-so's here to speak to you. Well, I don't want to have anything to do with them. And I said, well, you know, if you don't learn forgiveness, you're going to have a hard time in your transition. That's pretty hard to tell someone, you know, especially in a public group. You need to learn forgiveness. So they did all these awful things, but look at the lessons that they were trying to teach you or that you missed out on learning because you didn't pay any attention. Right. So if you're not going to pay attention that your dad did this or your uncle or your mother and you're not going to forgive them, you're holding them in a realm where they can't move forward either and you're not going to move forward. Right, you're holding so, yourself. Yeah, and you're holding yourself. And so what's happening, even though they've died and gone on and they're sitting there waiting for forgiveness to keep asking, I'm praying for them to forgive me. If you would forgive yourself and forgive them, then you're not going to have that lesson repeat again through somebody else you don't know on the street going to give you the same lesson your dad or your whoever just passed the spirit was giving you because you didn't learn it the first time around. So ask yourself, what are you accomplishing here by not forgiving yourself and forgiving them so you can move on? The reason you didn't get that job at so-and-so is because, hey, you never learned a lesson. Right. I I recently said to a young person, life is so much like a video game. You know, if yes. you if you don't deal with this person in front of you who's giving you a challenge, if you just quit the job or, you know, whatever, ignore them, freeze them out, you're going to meet that person again, time after time after time, until you face whatever it is. You know, you can't, like a video game, you can't go to the next level until you deal with that difficult thing in front of you right now. And it's a thought process. It's all thought. Like you're saying in a video game, it's still a thought process and it's a choice. So you have to choose wisely. And that's why a lot of people randomly just blurt stuff out. They say things, you know, like, you know, our parents tell us if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. It's the same thing with thinking. 
Your thoughts are things. Whatever you think, say, or do is your tomorrow. You're manifesting it unconsciously or consciously, not even knowing it. Right. And people need to be responsible. They need to be responsible and respectful and have their integrity. And if they have all that and they work and meditate, if they just learned to get up in the morning, brush their teeth, and do their stuff in the bathroom, and then sit down and meditate for 10 minutes on peace and harmony and sending the best out into the universe, we would have a happier place and people would learn more and be more accomplished and not have the chaos that we're living in all okay. around us. We're talking to Reverend Gail Hicks, who's coming to Dobbs Ferry on August 5th. And um, whenever I have a negative thought in my head, if I catch the negative thought, I say to myself, release, release, cancel, cancel. I want to unhook from it. So I just want to... But sh- I would also uh, replace it with something positive. Oh. Send something else out. Send another balloon out. If you're going to cancel it, well, you just kind of cancel It's still sitting there like a canceled check. But if you say... Oh, um, I see everybody being happy, you know, I'm I'm sending out peace and harmony. Send something positive out when you cancel something negative. Well, I really don't have time, Reverend Hicks. (laughs) I'm really... (laughs) Yes, you do. But I will work that into the old repertoire. All right, thank you. That's very good advice. And the one more thing I want to ask you. I know I said two, but here comes another one. Now, you went to spiritual school. You know all this stuff. You speak of higher realms and things that they're doing on the other side and this and that. And how do we know any of this is true? How did they develop a school and everybody agrees that this is the correct curriculum? Well, the school's been there since 1886. And uh, Lilydale in New York has been there since 1884. And they're the two oldest spiritualist places in the United States to study. And Camp Chesterfield has the only and the largest physical phenomena museum in the world because the one in London burned in World War II. So all the validations of spirit communication, physical, uh, through art and precipitated portraits, billets, apports, all of that is at Camp Chesterfield and their museum. And that validates that spirit can communicate, can give you things, bring things back, and connect with you. But it's also study. You know, you need to study mediumship, both physical and mental. You need to have an idea of what the doctrines are if you're studying uh, spiritualism and what we believe. Spirit can communicate to you, and we're coming to a part in our universe in the United States where people are walking around saying it's a certain religion. They'll say, I'm spiritual. Well, what does that really mean? Because they need to have some kind of study of mediumship to validate what they believe. And I think that we all want to uh, be able to connect with our loved ones and to grow spiritually. I think people just need to be in search of. I think there's no excuse anymore because you have Google, you can access anything. But really it's about whatever you access and learn, you need to apply it, let it be a part of you, and not be afraid to tell people that's who you are. You know, if you believe in it, then your gift of spirit will come about. That's spiritualist minister and medium, the Reverend Gail Hicks. I have one more question for her, and that is if our loved ones can golf in heaven, do they golf any better than they did here on earth? I would think that would be nice. We can find out together. Meet medium Gail Hicks at the Women's Club of Dobbs Ferry, Friday, August 5th at 7 p.m., 54 Clinton Avenue in Dobbs Ferry. $50 tickets benefit the Giordano Foundation, serving women veterans. Get your tickets by calling 914-686-8002. That's 914-686-8002. And find more at caseyradio.com. Have a great week.
Ladies, you know how good it feels to catch a glimpse of your own reflection and smile back at it. Dr. David Bank at the Center for Dermatology, Cosmetic, and Laser Surgery in Mount Kisco can help refresh your reflection naturally. Long-lasting Thermage uses radio frequency to strengthen your skin. Thermage can help you regain a youthful contouring of your cheekbones and jaw. It works great on stretch marks and on your legs and around your knees, too. A Fraxel laser treatment pinpoints sunspots, scars, and wrinkles and stimulates your own natural collagen. Fraxel can help change damaged skin into glowing, healthy skin. Ladies, in less time than a yoga class or a mani-pedi, you can renew and rejuvenate your skin and smile back at your reflection. Take the first step today. Call Dr. David Bank at the Center for Dermatology in Mount Kisco. Here's the number, 914-241-3003. And visit thecenterforderm.com. You'll be happy you did. You've been listening to Shine On, the health and happiness show with Casey, an Ella's Leash production. The content of Shine On, the health and happiness show is intended for general information purposes only. Shine On, the health and happiness show is a presentation of the Center for Dermatology, Cosmetic and Laser Surgery in Mount Kisco. Let Dr. David Bank recapture your youthful look. Visit thecenterforderm.com. You'll be happy you did. You can listen to previously broadcast shows online at caseyradio.com. Join Casey for another edition of Shine On, the health and happiness show, next Sunday morning from 100.7 WHUD.